Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Hello. Hello, sir. It's been a long time. It was longer than we planned, yes. It was longer than we planned, but we're back for the good show. (laughs) It's definitely the better show. The better show. Yeah, so we we had planned to discuss the final three episodes of Black Summer because we've been watching that while we are waiting for Fear the Walking Dead to start. And just because yes. of scheduling uh, things, you know, you had some people come into town and, and all sorts right. of stuff. We did not record an episode last week, although we had planned to. And also, also the, the last three episodes of Black Summer were just, just so bad and could have been covered in, one, like, all the things that happened in those three episodes of Black Summer would have happened in like 25 minutes of an episode of The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, although I think we probably could have spent easily an entire episode on everything that was wrong with the heist. Yes. Because that episode was just... <laughs> so bad! Oh, God. Everything was just... Yeah, so for all our good intentions about wanting to probably say... Do something fun and bonkers? Yeah, we're just not going to do it. Um, no. Black Summer was bad. It was bad, folks. I'm sorry. If you were watching it, because we were watching it, we're sorry we put you through that. Yeah. My sister will be out of her facility uh, <laughs> sometime <laughs> in the next few weeks. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it, it unfortunately was not good. So let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead, which is back. Yay. And the first episode of this season is called Here to Help. Yes. And there's been a bit of a time jump, not a huge one. Long enough for them to establish that they've, they've got kind of a situation set up in the denim factory. And they've been sending out messages and putting out boxes for a while. Mm-hmm. And gotten any real good response. Yeah, apparently they've been attempting to... If, if they've tried to save people, they've gotten there too late. Or they have offered help and it was refused. And, you know, their their attempts to make the world a better place by being kind, which is not a generally a walking dead worldview, Yeah, uh, have not gone particularly well. No. So there's somebody who's trying to get a hold of them, saying he needs help. Right. And he's pretty far away. And I must have missed how they got the plane. I don't think they actually said. They just said that they had a plane, and they are using the plane to try and get to this person uh, who is named Logan. Mm -hmm. And the, the episode opens with two young boys attempting to do a, to shoot, was it a deer? I, yeah, I, I came in slightly, just slightly late. Mm-hmm. So I missed a little bit. So the one, they're, they're concerned about the sound drawing, the walkers. 
and they do. And they're being, you know, the walkers are, are closing in on them. Suddenly, the walkers are distracted by a plane falling from the sky. Apparently, one of the engines blew. Ah. And suddenly, we're, we, we rejoin our main characters as they are surviving a plane crash. Right. And not greatly. Yeah, Luciana ends up with a very large piece of metal jammed through her, which is, generally speaking, not a good thing. No. You know, in a world with a shortage of antibiotics. And especially when there's no doctors, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you've got, you've, got a, you've got a qualified nurse. True, but, you know, not a sterile environment. No, no, not at all. Uh, so suddenly the kids sort of get drafted by Alicia and Morgan. And, of course, Alicia, Alicia has, got a, uh, hell, uh, has got a one of the propeller blades. And she's just wielding it like some anime character. I mean, <laughs> she's, I mean, you know, she's, she, she uses a melee weapon. <laughs> Thought she was going to be a ranger for a little while, but, you know, it turns out she's a barbarian. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, of course, is cutting the hell out of her hands. I was worried because, you know, I didn't, I didn't register that the first time I watched. Mm. And then later when she was wrapping that one hand up, I was like, oh, shit. Because, you know, I have a lot going on. <laughs> and sometimes I don't get to watch television exactly the way I want to watch it. And every once in a while, it's not children. It's my mother who comes in and is like, what y'all watching? <laughs> We're watching Through the Walking Dead, Mom. Oh, what's that about? Zombies, Mom, you're kinda not going to like it. Are you sure I'm not going to like it? I like it. Oh, what's she do? Who's she? That's Alicia Maul. And the kids are all like, we are trying to watch our show. So. Uh, So, yeah, they, um, I just have to worry about the cat and he generally doesn't care. They are getting surrounded by walkers. And then suddenly this van appears and it's the sister of the two boys, you know these these three kids have managed to survive uh, uh, fairly long. They had their parents were with them originally, and, and unfortunately they didn't have not survived. And to get where Logan is broadcasting from, they have got to travel through a part of the local geography. Um, it's suggested that you don't decorated. It's ominously decorated. Yeah. You've got walkers strung up crossing the road. Uh, By their intestines. And then you get a bunch of walker heads hanging from the trees. Oh, wait. I have to. I, I completely skipped over a vital piece of information. At the crash site, mm. Al comes across a figure dressed in what appears to be body armor. Oh, right. That weird leather fetish outfit. Yeah, pretty, pretty well-designed, pretty um, um, slick, modern body armor. Uh, and this person's been impaled, and they're a zombie. But, you know, it's something they haven't seen. And, of course, Al was freaking out about not being able to find her camera. And does find her camera, and so she records, she records this um, uh, strange figure. And then... They are uh, picked up by the by the sister, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, we don't go there." 
and they're like, oh, come on. I'm like, no, I don't think this is a good idea. And it's like, oh, come on. We're, we're trying to make the world a better place. Come join us. Be part of our vision. And the kids are like, yeah. And they're like, no. <laughs> because they find where Logan's signal is supposed to be coming from. Is a, is a little mini-mart. Mm-hmm. That is about four miles from my house. That is that is a that mini mart. When I was a kid, was a drive-through liquor store huh. where you could drive through in your car and pick up whatever alcohol you wanted, and uh, and the cashier was like at the end of the thing, and like he would get everything for you, and then he'd say something along the lines of, "You ain't gonna drink this till you get home, are you?" And you'd say no. And then you would drive away in your car with liquor that you bought at a liquor store that you drove through. That's Texas, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> and now it's pro- or now it's a set in a movie or in a TV show. Now is this a location where that was the one that was nearby that they were they were There's doing the filming several. earlier? There are several. We're going to talk. We get to talk all season long about all the places where they were and they would we were filming at this location for like days and days and days and mm-hmm. at night and i feel like they're going to be there for a while um and i will tell you that it took every single part of my body and my rational mind to not go to the set every single day every single day i drive past it and be like there they are there they are they're right there and I even tw- t- uh, tweeted at Mo Collins, and I was like, "You are in my town. You are filming half a block from my house." And she was like, "It's beautiful here." And I was like, "If I need a set, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, we discussed the fact that you know when this was going on, that it's lucky you didn't try and sneak on; otherwise, we'd be broadcasting from your jail cell. Uh, probably, or at least your heavy fine uh, that you'd have to pay uh, for trespassing, but um, probably for the best. Although it would have been great to get some photos. Right. Interviews. I should have. I should have, I should have taken the time to like go and do that stuff, but I didn't. Wow. Um, so they discover when they get to this diner, truck stop, they're expecting it to be surrounded by walkers because that's what Logan was saying is that he's surrounded and they needed help. Right. And there's no walkers like two and no sign of anybody there. Yeah. So the alarm bells are going off a little bit. Everybody is like, Oh, something's wrong. We've made a mistake. They're also worried about, of course, about uh, uh, Luciana, you know, with this giant piece of metal through her. Who are who are they gonna who are they gonna have to stand in the background and not speak if Luciana dies? Well, so they they do their they do their little surgery. Well, they yank they yank the piece of metal out of her, and she's doing okay. You know, she's June, gonna survive. June June takes care of her, and she has a nice little moment with with uh, John Dory, mm-hmm. you know, where he's like, you know, I. I'm concerned about what we're trying to do here and people not wanting us to help them. And June's like, I didn't want you to help me either. And you did. And so you just have to, you know, wear them down, which sounds a little creepy when you think about it. Um, 
I mean, on one hand, it's, it's completely, you know, it's an accurate assessment of what this world has turned into, but it also sounds a little bit like, you don't like me yet, but you will. Mm -hmm. But you will. <laughs> you. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, it, it, it does fit in with the world that they're existing in. Uh, people are paranoid. People are afraid to be helped because help doesn't necessarily mean we're really helping you. I mean what we all think it means, yeah. Yeah. Um, because, and, and specifically, um, they discover it's a trap. Um, the load? guy is not even there. He is uh, the other half of the trucking company, apparently. So, so he says... <laughs> And he's coming to take his shit back. Uh, the main group is is off doing this rescue mission. He has gone and taken over the denim factory. Yeah, he's got a crew of his own. And he is... So when the folks who are left behind come back, they find that they're basically locked out of their own space. And um, and he's Matt Frewer, uh, the guy playing Logan. And is, is, is genre king. Yeah, he's uh, he's been in pretty much every genre show you, show you can imagine since since Max Headroom. Uh, of course, he's the star of of Max Headroom. Uh, flashback for you kids who have no idea what Max Headroom is. Um, once upon yeah. a time, we thought the future was going to look like every other show thinks the future is going to look like. And Mac, Max Hedrum was kind of amazing and wonderful. But anyway. Right. Um, so yeah, but if you've seen... Eureka. Yeah. Uh, uh, the X-Men... Um, uh, there, any, any... Like, yes, just everything. Everything. He's been in everything. Yeah. He was in it, and he did it. And he was in it. And he is someone who is... When he's playing a sympathetic character is often just a joy to watch, but he's really, really good at playing a bad guy. Uh, mm -hmm. Because he's got something about his delivery. And uh, he's, yeah, he's quite good. He's quite good in this. Uh, but yeah, he basically says, I've, I've come to take my stuff back. And, uh, and sorry, so bye. I get that. Sorry. <laughs> it's not personal. I just, you know, I'm, yeah. I've, my name's on the lease, guys. Uh, this is my stuff. Yeah. And uh, Polar Bear was a little too much of an optimist, and um, it's okay, bye. Right. <laughs> and that's kind and of so, it. And, and, but it ends with, with Strand making a discovery. He goes back through Al's tapes and discovers one made by Dun... Dun dun, Daniel Salazar, who has died on this show twice already, <laughs> twice already, and is coming back to the show. Now the question is: Is he coming back to the show in uh, flashbacks? Because he's clearly he's at a location. It's apparently it's like a warehouse of his own, which uh, you know. Alice mentions this, all this stuff. And so there's a question of where is this space? 
Um, there's supposed to be another plane around that Strand thinks he can fly. Um, and, or at least the impression I got was that maybe, maybe it's, and I would need to watch the episode again because I have only watched it once. Um, whether or not Al was, was directing him to look at the tapes to find this information. Um, but right. it certainly is, you know, it's, it's an interesting, because you can't kill Daniel. Daniel just keeps, no. you, know, <laughs> you drop a burning building on him. He's like, that was inconvenient. <laughs> you blow up, you blow up a bridge underneath him. And he's like, stop it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, yeah, he's an interesting yeah. character. So it's, it's, I don't have a problem with him coming back. Um, just because he's, he's always a fun character. Although, um, how he's going to necessarily feel at this point towards our survivors. Concerning, he was a little unhappy, um, you know, with the death of his daughter. Right. Yeah. And it gives me hope for, uh, for Madison to maybe trip back in at some point. I just don't think she did. Well, we didn't see a body. This is our own head cannon. Right. We established this. We are, we are, Refusing to believe she's really dead. Right. So, it, I mean, it, in terms of in terms of setting up the season, it drops us into an interesting place. Um, it introduces, you know, the three kids who then completely just bugger off. They're like, "We're out." Um, although I suspect we're probably going to see them again. Um, yes, I, I agree. I think they'll show back up. We've heard a lot about radioactive zombies. Uh, being introduced this season, and we get a little hint of that, and we're seeing we see a couple of radioactive warning signs, um, and but nothing specific at this point. Well, the kids reference something, sort of imply that you'll you'll find out. You know, they don't. Yeah. The kids. The kids have learned the do not give necessary that is not required by the plot. Uh, the, that lesson very well. Right. We'll just have to wait and see what the kids know that we don't know. Right. And then, of course, we've got the introduction of the armored figure. Al goes back to the crash site, and she basically searches the corpse and comes across a package of maps and uh, uh, a symbol which looks... It looks a little bit like a... It had, well, it, it's not a radiation warning symbol, but I, every time I looked at it, that my brain was telling me right. that it, it was related to it. Um, now, there's been some speculation that this is actually part of the Commonwealth. Um, and because, of course, we've seen in the comics, the Commonwealth is the, the latest group that Rick and company have become connected with. Um, and um, we were introduced to uh, characters that we think are connected to the Commonwealth uh, earlier in the regular The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, but there's also some question whether or not that actually is the case. Uh, in the current comic series, um, Rick is, has just taken over the Commonwealth, um, although the new issue, the, there's new pages of the comic that are out, the, ne- the next issue of The Walking Dead that are out that imply very strongly that Rick is dead and it's become well, a he walker. Was shot. Yeah. He was shot in the chest. 
Right. So they, they well, released like the first three pages of the, of the new issue. Yeah. And the third page is Rick as a walker. Oh, really? Yeah. The comic does not require Rick, just like the show does not require Rick. So. True. But, yeah, so it's, inter- it's an interesting place to leave our characters. They are, they, everything that they have built up um, is gone away, but they have a thing to fight for, a specific thing to fight for, to get their, their vision of the future back. Um, right. And uh, a new villain. True. Who apparently is not a me- megalomaniacal crazy person. Apparently. Well, we shall see. Shall, shallant we. We shall. So, yeah. Um, overall, I, I, I enjoyed the episode. Me too. Aside from the kids being a little too cryptic for their own good, um, I didn't... I didn't uh, there wasn't anything about this episode where I sat there and went, oh, God, here we go again. Right. Um, and certainly after Black Summer, it feels like, oh, okay, whew. At least this is good. Right. So we should really, we really should talk about the last, uh, the last three episodes of Black Summer. Do we have time? Sure. The first of the three is called Heist. Yeah. And, it, and it's a series of vignettes of them stealing some guns in the dumbest way possible and no one talks. And it's supposed to be like all arty, but it's stupid. Well, and, it doesn't make a damn bit of sense. I mean, right? There are there are. They move through this building as if they've been in this building for years. Right. They know exactly where to go. And everything. I, well, apparently Rosita or whatever her name was did know where everything was. Like, yeah, okay. Knew, like. Knew the, knew the guy or something and it's just real stupid and dumb and they don't say any words and they, they send Rose in to be a distraction and almost get raped but stupid Lance is there how did Lance get there? who knows he, how... he just is. he's there you know, where, when, is this ep- when is this episode taking place in relationship to the previous episode? nobody knows nobody knows Timothy I know it's just, oh, it's just so it just felt so we want to be Ocean's Eleven. Right. And it was not. <laughs> and so so it ends with um, with there's like uh, they cut the power and like half the people in the warehouse immediately turn into zombies as soon as the power's cut. And uh, and then they have to escape the zombies and Sun barely makes it out with the guns and then they're rescued by some soldiers who happen to be the soldiers from the very first episode who know yes. this soldier. Yeah, so um, I do, I do want to point out that our heroes, quote-unquote, are responsible for the death of dozen, at least dozens of people for no good reason. Right. They, they, they graduated from being folks just trying to survive to being mass murderers in the course of this really terrible episode. Yes. I mean, certainly there are, there are the, 
the big burly guys, every big burly guy in this episode is just, you know, a potential rapist. But everybody else in this episode, these crowds of faceless people have all just died terribly. Yay, heroes! Our our guys are the good guy? Right. It's real stupid. Oh, it's, it's terrible. It's real stupid. It's terrible. So, the next episode, they're all in this, like, underground cafeteria space. And the soldiers and spears are, like, talking real cryptic at each other. Like, don't worry. We'll keep watch. Oh, I'm not worried. It's going to be fine. Like, it's everything's going to be okay. And just as soon as everybody's asleep, the soldiers take spears and, like, are taking them down a hallway. And Rose finds them. And they're like, he's a bad guy. And, and Spears is like, I know you, Rose. We're friends. And so she tro- chooses to trust Spears, not Spears, over the two shoulders, and she shoots them. And they go back to the group and say the, spe- the soldiers didn't make it, and uh, now, now we have to go on by ourselves. And at the end of the episode, Earl and the dog... Leave. Leave. Dog shows up, Earl goes, hi, dog. And then he looks at them and goes, makes no noise because Earl doesn't talk. And he leaves because he's the smartest character on the show. Right. He gets away from these terrible, terrible people. And right. it was a whole episode for not much to happen. It was a whole lot of sitting around and cryptic talk. And do we still know what Spears did? Do we still not know who he's really is and what he was really doing? Did we, I, I cannot, I walked away from that episode going, if they told us why he was, why the military had him in the first place, it registered not at all. No, they think he knows where, according to him, he, they think he knows where some money is. Yeah. And so that's what they're doing. They're trying to get him to give him, you know, take him to some money. Even though the soldiers in this episode flat out tell people, yeah, no, we're, everything's falling apart. It's all just collapsing. You know, it's like, what are you spending the money on? No one is going to care about dollars. No, but well, who knows if that's true or not, even. So anyway, um, so then the next episode in between, so they all get to the place and they're like a cohesive military trained unit (laughs) headed up to the stadium. Oh yeah, I know. It's like all these people who suddenly have, have never fired a gun before are suddenly just like stone cold, proper stance. No, you know, oh, it's. Right. But then there's all these other people, too. There's, like, all these other people, like, slowly converging on the, 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 uh, the stadium. And when a, when a zombie jumps out, they, like, all take him, take him down. It looks like it's going really good until, like, somebody – there's, like, an accident. And, uh, and what's her name? The girl in our group, Carmen? Carmen, yeah. Carmen gets shot and, like, doesn't even fall down, just immediately turns into a zombie. And then, then all hell breaks loose. And so for the next 20 minutes, it's just a firefight. Yeah. 
and Lance gets chased off by zombies, never to be seen again. <laughs> uh, that was the only part of the episode that I sat there and went, that's appropriate. Yes. And then, so Sun and not Spears and Rose and William make it all the way to the stadium. And then all of a sudden William's like, shoot me, shoot me. And I didn't see if he got bit or if the camera was crazy. I couldn't tell what was going on. And I was like, did he get bitten? What happened? And so they shoot him. And it's like, he just had a twisted ankle. <laughs> and, and so then they get in and there's no one in the place. There's no one in the stadium. No one. And they're standing there. And then all of a sudden, this fat guy walks out. And then, then Rose's little girl walks out. And she runs down the stairs to Rose. And then that's the end. Yeah. What the fork? <laughs> yeah. It, um, I, don't, I don't know what they were trying to do with this series. I legitimately don't know what they are trying to do. If this is, you know, this is supposed to be the the prequel to Z Nation, sort of, but it doesn't have the tone of Z Nation. It's effective in showing chaos. I don't... I guess. Um, and then, like, okay, so let's just work under the assumption that this show got a billion viewers and it's been, you know, streamed by everyone and their mother, even though we know it hasn't, Mm -hmm, but it's also super cheap to make Mm -hmm. and we get a season two. Where the fuck do we go from here? We know we're completely surrounded by zombies. We know we're the only people in the stadium. We're out of ammo and we're stuck here. It's, I just can't. I can't. And I don't want to. And I can't. And I don't wanna. We're not going to. There's no. There's zero reason for us to watch a second season of this. This doesn't mean we won't do it. I'm just saying there's zero yeah. reason for if us. There's to Black do Summer it. too. I'm totally watching it. <laughs> yeah. Don't even know. Yeah. No. It's. It is really. I just don't know what the point of this show was. I just don't get it. Um. There were there were some effective scenes every now and again, but they were like isolated things. And over this many episodes, and then you have episodes like the heist, which were just so bad. They just didn't. I mean, they just don't. Every, everything everything that happens in that episode, it's like no, but no, no yeah, you can't. You know, how do you even know? You know. Well, yeah, like, me and my sister were sitting there watching. It's like, well, we're going in, and Lewis is going to be on guard duty, and he's super rapey, so, Rose, your job is to distract him. Okay, well, he's not going to actually rape me, right? Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> you know, like, uh. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, just the, and again, you know, for, for as much as we complain about the passage of time and, and issues of geography and shows like The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, this show went to great lengths, like superhuman lengths, to have no sense of time and place. Mm-hmm. No. Like, literally, we go from the last time we seen, see Lance, he's vertical and sorry that he had to kill this guy. 
And the next time we see him, he's horizontal and what? Drugged? Wounded? Yeah, um, I have no idea. Concussion? He's just like, it's like, what's going on? Why? And oh. I mean, he's just, he's just there. He only exists to distract big rapey guy from raping Rose. Right. That's it. That's what it's always there for. It's just, yeah. I mean, there are, I'm, I just, I just don't know what this show was meant to be. It was the most watched show on Netflix in the UK in uh, April. Oh. Stephen King liked it. Oh. Season two, we'll probably watch it just because we're, I don't know, we're masochists, but we we watched The Walking Dead through all of its season two. Maybe it'll fix itself. (laughs) Sure, okay. Maybe if they try and make it crazy like Z Nation, maybe there's a chance there, but... Right. We'll see. I don't know. It was just it was it was very disappointing. Now I did, and um, we may get a chance to talk about this later if you get to watch it too. But uh, the dead don't die with uh, the the oh, right, yeah. you know the new Bill Murray movie. Um, I did get a chance to watch that, and it's a very odd movie. I have to think about whether I want I want to recommend it to people. Hmm. There's parts of it that are I thought were very, very clever, and parts of it I'm like going, um, uh, but. Well, from what I understood, from what I hear, um, it got a, like, complete silent reaction at Sundance. It ends, well, the movie ends. I will say that there's that there is a that the movie runs for a certain number of minutes and does come to an end. Hmm. Um, how you feel about that ending um, will probably vary wildly. Hmm. Um, and I'm not sure that I I don't know. It's it's an odd movie. There are parts of it I really did enjoy, and then in other parts I was just like, are we sure? Okay, apparently we're sure. All right. <laughs> if that's what we're going with. So anyway, yeah, well it we we might get a chance to talk about that later. So so yeah, um first episode of this season of Fear the Walking Dead looks good, looks interesting. Last three episodes of Black Summer, no. No. No, just bad. Just bad. So right. Oh, um I would I did I did stick around and watch Nosferatu after. Yeah. And I liked it. I, I think I might keep watching it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Um, although I do, uh, I do want to. It's. Um, I just watched the new episode of the first episode of Swamp Thing. Oh. Which I thought was very very interesting. I think uh, um, they did a really good job with practical effects. Um, and it's I've very, heard that. it's very much a horror series. So I'm I'm excited about that. So we'll we. And, yeah, Crystal Reed, who was on Teen Wolf, is. Right. In- Mm-hmm. Thing. She played Allison Argent. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it's a it's got a uh, it's got a lot of potential. I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of it. I hope I hope it plays out well. Uh, between that and, and Nosferatu, there's all kinds of good horror on TV right now. Uh, and Fear the Walk or Fear the Walking Dead, but not Black Summer. Not yeah. Black Summer. And for the folks, you can't see this, but I can. Dustin has moral quandary, Rick. 
who is yeah. um, he's about how what how tall is he? About eight inches. About eight inches tall. Yeah, uh, and he's a plush little Rick doll. Right. And it's done in the pop style. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was our friend for a while when the show was a was a web show. And uh, and I found him unpacking a box the other day. <laughs> he's an old, yeah. He's 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 like, I'm like an old friend. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should let these people go on with their lives. I think so too. Uh, as always, we appreciate you listening to us here. Um, you can find us on podcast.com and iTunes. While iTunes is still a thing, mm. because iTunes is going away. Uh, we will be on the new on on what is it uh, their podcast app, uh, which if you have an iPhone or an iPad, uh, you already have those apps. For those of us who have like a, a desktop Mac, like I do, um, I'm still got iTunes. So, but this is something that's going to be changing. We'll still be coming out through that avenue. Uh, but again, podcast.com, iTunes. Uh, you can give us a rating. You can give us a review. We would appreciate it if you do. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook. Remember to update Twitter and Facebook, uh, which we have to do better at. We say this every episode, and then we don't do it because we're terrible. But uh, we would love to hear from you guys. If you enjoyed Black Summer and wanted to tell us why you loved the heist, we would love to hear from you and argue with you. Um, If you want to tell us how you feel about Fear the Walking Dead, or the latest pages of the Walking Dead comic book, which have been released. We would love to hear from that as well. Um, we do appreciate you guys listening to us, and uh, certainly Dustin and I appreciate you joining me on this. Yes. And Thank you for, for, for being a friend. <laughs> Traveled down the road and uh, back again. My pleasure, sir. Alright, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week with more Zompocalypse now. Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions. All rights reserved. <laughs>